This is the Lady Landlords Podcast, and I am your host, Becky Nova. This podcast is for women looking to achieve financial independence through real estate investing. Let's get this episode going. What does the 2022 real estate market hold and have in store for all of us? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about today on this episode of the Lady Landlords Podcast. If this is your first time listening in, my name is Becky Nova. I'm the founder of Lady Landlords, and I want to make sure to share just my perspective on what we're going to be seeing in 2022. So here are some of my predictions. Now, I got to say, I'm not exactly upset to see 2021 go. I think we have all been in a place where it has just been such a busy real estate market. We have had so many people that have been struggling with either finding deals, with markets where properties are just going overnight, over ask, just so quickly. I think that we've seen such a very busy market. And that's not necessarily something that we really expected with what happened in 2020 with the pandemic. I remember actually back in March, April of 2020, when where I am in New York, things really got shut down and there had been a lot of restrictions placed on certain industries and real estate professionals were people that were really kind of hard hit. They really changed how we were doing business, how we were able to even see properties, what our structure was for even making accepted for making offers and how that structure would look like. So I'm happy that we have changed from there. I'm happy that things are in a very different place, but I feel like 2021 was a complete scramble. I feel like people were really running around and just trying to pick up what they could. And unfortunately, I do think that there were quite a few people out there that maybe did not make the best decisions for their portfolio because they just felt this impending need to be able to get that rental property, but maybe didn't listen to all of the numbers that they should have followed. You might remember from an episode a couple weeks ago, I had shared about my journey through 2021. If you have not listened to that episode, please do make sure to kind of go back and listen in on there. But I feel that what I was really seeing with properties that I was making offers on, I still found great deals. And I invest in New York and high cost of living area and an expensive market. And I still feel that there were deals out there. But what was interesting was other people that really were bending and stretching what those numbers were telling them to make a deal kind of fit into a box. We all kind of know that you can't really fit that square peg into a round hole. And I think that was actually really difficult. So I'm interested to see if what that's going to look like in 2022. But here's actually what I think is going to happen moving forward. Once again, this is my crystal ball. So take that for what you will. But first thing that I think we're going to continue to see is I do think we're going to continue to see rents increasing. This has happened over the past year that really that cost of living has increased. And I do think we're going to continue to see that. One of the reasons for that is a lot of lenders still have restrictions that they put in place since March 2020, which makes lending a little bit more difficult. It's not as easy to get a loan. There are a lot of people that had been saving, really kind of hoping to get their own property. And here I'm talking about primary residence. I think there are a lot of people that have been saving and was really hoping to get their primary residence. But due to some of those restrictions, unfortunately, they don't have the credit score. They don't have the reserves. They don't have that debt to income ratio that they really need right now to be able to get 
their own owner-occupied primary residence. And I think a lot of those people are in situations where they will continue to rent. I think a lot of people of these same category, a lot of these homeowners and these first-time homebuyers were in situations where they either ended up losing their job or maybe they had somebody in their family that was out of work for a couple months that they had to help support. And I think that really affected a lot of people's savings. So because of that, I think a lot more people are going to stay renters. And since a lot more people are staying as renters, I think there's going to continue to be a high demand for rental properties. What that's then going to do is that's going to continue to drive up some of those rental prices. I also do know in a lot of areas, people are still battling that competition between are we going to go back to an office or are we going to stay work from home? Here now in fall of 2021, there was really a mass exodus at a lot of jobs. A lot of companies were saying, hey, you have to come back to work. A lot of people said, you know what? That's just really not for me. I'm not going to go back to it. And they changed jobs. They were looking for at work from home opportunities because a lot of people actually did move during the pandemic, but didn't necessarily need to tell their companies. Well, now they were in a situation when they said, hey, actually, you have to show up in the office on Monday that those people had actually moved to other states and or different cities. And now that commute wasn't necessarily possible. So I think that shift and the change in the distribution of wealth of people that were maybe living in higher cost of living areas and making higher salaries because of that moved to um, cheaper locations and lower cost of living areas, which was great because that put kind of more money in their pocket, but that really kind of changed the demand in a lot of areas for rental properties. So I think we're going to continue to see higher rents. Um, also, I don't expect that to change just really with some of the inflation that's kind of going on. I think it's going to really fit with what we're seeing with just the cost of everything right now going up. I think rents will continue to increase. I think from the landlord side, that's actually helpful for landlords because we will probably have less vacancies we will be able to raise rents. Also make sure that you are following your state guidelines on what you can increase rents to. So do make sure to be wary of that depending on your state. Um, but I do think it is still a great time to be a landlord. And I know I personally am looking to buy another property and looking to buy another property ASAP because I do think that some of my numbers will work well with some of these higher rents and lower vacancy rates. So that's kind of my first prediction there. My second prediction, you might not be as excited to hear about. And that one is really taking what our market is doing now with these high prices and these quick turnovers. So, and these quick sales, what I'm really expecting in 2022 is to continue to have these prices hold at these high rates. I personally just don't see them dropping very much. I don't think we're under the same set of circumstances through this pandemic as where we were when the housing market crashed back in 2008. I know a lot of people are and investors are kind of waiting, being like, oh, I'm going to wait for the housing market to crash. I'm going to wait for the housing market to crash. And honestly, I kind of don't see that happening anytime soon. I feel like even with what's going on with the pandemic, there's been a very big shift in how we are able to manage this. I think now having vaccines out, now having boosters out, a lot of people are back to work. A lot of companies have been able to implement what they needed to bring their staff back in a safe manner and are kind of going back to business as usual. Maybe a little things have changed, but now being two years in, I really do think a lot of industries have figured out how to implement COVID protocols into their business 
So I do feel that our economy will continue to be strong. And that's one of the reasons that I do expect to see prices hold. Also, once again, I think that is also related to our inflation here, where if everything else, the prices are kind of going up, I don't see any reason why the housing market would be crashing in 2022. Um, also, I will say on the positive note for this one, that I do think that properties will be on the market just a little tiny bit longer. So once again, here in New York, I think like the average um, days on market for a property is like three. <laughs> um, I, I think it might be a little bit longer. I am in absolutely no way thinking that this will change. And now all of a sudden properties are going to be sitting on the market forever. I think that will happen if owners and sellers are not um, are not marketing their properties at the right place. I definitely think just in this market or in a market five years ago, that if a seller is listing their property for the wrong price, if they are going too high on this inflated market, if they are still kind of going over what is still considered the norm, then yes, that property is going to sit on the market um, just as it would have pre-pandemic. But I do think we're going to see just a little tiny bit longer of properties being on the market in most of the markets around the United States. One of the reasons that I expect to see that is because of these continued tight end restrictions on lending. I do think that a lot of people over this past year now, there's been so many people between buying and selling their properties. I do think that it will change a little bit of who is going to be looking and maybe even a little bit of a smarter consumer saying, hey, you know what? This is not necessarily the price for me. I am not kind of chasing and continuing to go after these high prices. I think people are still going to buy them. But once again, I think we're going to just see that little tiny extension on the days in market. I do, as always, though, encourage you to make sure that you have everything ready to go to be able to pounce when you find that right deal. Make sure to get your documentation in place. Make sure to have your your pre-approvals and anything else and your teams that you're going to be working with, making sure that you have everything ready to go. So that way, when you do find a deal that you will be ready to move on it, because like I said, I do not expect there to be a drastic shift in the days on market with properties, but a very, very tiny shift there. The third prediction I have has actually really kind of changed on what I would have said if I had recorded this video just even a month or two ago compared to where I am now. And that's going to be discussing the short-term rental market. I do know that there have been a very big uptick in those moving towards that short-term rental market over this past year. One of the reasons for that is clearly our eviction moratoriums that really swept over the entire country and is still in place in certain areas like where I am located in New York. And we really need to see if those are going to be extended in the new year. But I do feel that the short-term rental market has done fantastically over the past two years. One, like I said, a lot of people were shifting towards short-term rentals versus long-term rentals due to the eviction moratoriums and the concern of having a, a tenant move in that would end up not being able to pay or fulfill their financial obligations. But the second reason I think short-term rentals had done so well in the past two years is people really were not able to travel like they like they had wanted to or like they were pre-pandemic. Now, all of a sudden, you have a lot of countries that either are not letting Americans in, we are not letting people from other countries into where we are located. There's been a lot of reciprocity in how people can travel and how people cannot travel. I think a lot of people in 2020 and now moving into 2021 
were very comfortable just saying, you know what, I'm going to do a staycation. I'm going to stay close to home. And I think that's done, that's really helped the short-term rental market over this past year, say, because so many people just really wanted to stay with a couple hours of their homes. I feel like a lot more people were going to those lake properties or a property where they can really kind of be in the woods and in nature for a few days and really kind of doing a long weekend or changing their regular annual vacation where they might go to the Caribbean or to Europe, where they were really kind of changing and staying much more local. If you had asked me two months ago, I would have said that I was expecting probably a little bit of a dip in the short-term rental market because I was really expecting people in 2022 to be able to get back to being able to travel. And after staying nearby and having a staycation in 2020 and 2021, I would have really expected a lot of people in 2022 to say, nope, that's it. I am out. I need to get on a plane. I want to go somewhere else. I need to get another stamp on my passport. But now with a now ending 2021 with just daily cases of COVID spreading just so rapidly with new variants um, in place and really deciding what that situation is going to look like, there are so many more restrictions in place that I really am not quite sure what's going to happen with the rental market, the short-term rental market, because I do feel there's going to be a lot of restrictions on traveling. I think a lot of people, at least moving in to the beginning of 2022, I do not think we're going to be seeing a lot of international travel. I do think that the, the short-term rental market will probably stay fairly steady for at least Q1 and Q2 of 2022, because people will need to, once again, continue to stay rather close to home. But Q3 and Q4, Q4 are really kind of up in the air just because we do not know what's going to happen with COVID. I do feel that once we kind of continue to have things under control with this new variant and continuing to put protocols in place to get people back to a semblance of normal life pre-pandemic, I do think people are going to absolutely jump at the opportunity to be able to travel abroad again. And I do think at that time, whether it happens in the end of 2022 or does not, I do think that there will be a dip in the short-term rental market at that time. The other thing that I think is going to affect the short-term rental market is since so many owners and landlords switched from long-term rentals to short-term rentals in the past two years, I and we are still seeing a shortage housing because as I mentioned in my first prediction, I do feel that rents are going to increase and that there's going to be a higher demand on rental properties. I do think we might start to see some other municipalities start to really restrict those short-term rentals to make sure that people that are really looking for a long-term home and people that are not able to buy property themselves are able to find a home. So I am thinking that there will be some cities and some towns that are going to, to either ban Airbnbs or that they're going to put restrictions on. So there might actually be other added costs to running your rental property if you end up in one of those cities. And I do think that is something that only time will tell. And also to see how that plays out, we're really going to have to wait and watch. And so to me, the short-term rental market is definitely one that we're going to have to watch. I think there will be a shift halfway through the year, depending on what happens with COVID in 2022. But Thank you for listening into my predictions. I am looking forward myself to even seeing how these play out as I will be continuing to grow my portfolio in 2022. And just to share a little bit about my goals and what I plan on working on for 2022 is definitely working on my next multifamily. 
Um, that is something that I am still looking for in New York. And I do plan on buying in 2022, along with actually diversifying my portfolio into other real estate investing strategies outside of the buy and holds for multifamilies that I typically do. So I am really looking forward to making sure to share my journey and my experience with diversification with all of you listeners. So please do make sure if you have not click that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcast and also on our YouTube channel. So that way you do not miss the next episode of the Lady Landlords podcast. We will be starting off with our episode next week, all about season of the podcast coming out for the new year. So thank you as always for listening. Have a happy new year and I will see you all in 2022. Well, I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, please do me a favor and leave a five-star review for the Lady Landlords podcast. This helps make sure to share a message with others that can use the similar information. Thank you very much for helping grow our community. Remember, there's a new episode every single Tuesday, and I'll see you back in the Lady Landlords Facebook group. Thank you.